Hi, I'm Mariana Kirova and love clothes upcycling. The Art of Refashioning is the podcast where we talk about all things that help us turn old and unwanted clothing into new creative styles. If you love sewing and clothing and meanwhile are keen to save good textiles from landfill, join me and let's get creative together. This is the second episode of The Art of Refashioning and today we're going to talk about resources and how to find what will really work for you. So we're going to talk about the top three free resources where you can gather different ideas and then we're going to talk about how you can look for the right ideas and I'll give you five practical tips that will give you more direction and help you pick up those redesign ideas that will work for you. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by my hot brand new online course Alterations Like a Pro. There will be a link in the show notes of this episode if you want to learn more about this course. Okay, so let's go to the top three free resources for creative ideas that I have for you today. I can't tell you enough how many of you ask me about ideas and tell me that they can't really figure out what to do, where to start. Like Pam, she wrote, I find it hard working out how or what to design with the piece. Cindy says, I don't know where to start. I don't have any design skills. Generating realistic ideas about how to rework an item and inspiration and recycling ideas. This is what you say it's really hard to find. So here is how you can speed up and start this with my top three free go-to resources for creative upcycling ideas. So the first place where I usually look when I think of anything general or even sometimes in particular is Pinterest. So you know Pinterest is an application that you have on your phone or an app or you can Google search for different ideas on Pinterest. But really Pinterest is like a search engine or sometimes they call it discovery engine that display different visuals like pictures, videos and so on from around the net. So... Pinterest is the place where all this is gathered on one place. The pictures and the, all the visuals could be from blog posts, from different websites, from uh, even YouTube recently, how-to videos, or someone posted photos somewhere that is available for public viewing and Pinterest can find it. 
On Pinterest, you can search for different things, including upcycled clothing, refashions, recycled. You can use different terms that we mentioned in the first episode and search with them. But you can find yours as well and see what really works for you. The other thing I like on Pinterest is that you can save in your own account what you like and come back to it later. Another feature is that once you saved something, when you open it individually from your board, so you have boards and then you store in this board different uh, images, and when you click on one of the image, it opens the individual image, which is still on Pinterest. If you click on this image once again, it will direct to the original place, which could be a website or any other uh, place in the internet. But going back to Pinterest, when you open the individual image, Pinterest here pulls out more pins that look like this one that you saved. So Pinterest finds more images like this without you doing nothing. So that's really great feature they have uh, in the recent years. Another good side of having Pinterest account is that you can create your own boards and these are like files. As I said, you put different images in one file and the good part is that you can organize these images or pins that you save in this file. So you can organize boards by interest or when we talk about upcycling, you can have different techniques or you can organize and sort boards by, let's say, type of clothing. And this is really the last thing that I did to sort out my boards on Pinterest. I will post a link to my Pinterest account in the show notes of this episode so you can have a better look if you want and the boards, how I organize them. Okay, so another good thing in uh, if you have Pinterest and gathering different uh, creative pictures is that when you have a board, you can actually add more people to contribute to this board and you don't have any limits as I know, you can add whoever you want. The other thing I like on Pinterest is that you can go a little bit more private. So you can make boards secret. So you are the only person who sees what you saved in them. That's really great um, range of adding more people or having secret boards. And the last thing with Pinterest is that you can share your boards. Like now I'm saying, I'm going to post a link to my boards or Pinterest account so you can have a look. This is really great way to share different things and ideas in visual pictures that you've gathered previously. Pinterest is really well developed platform and is able to find really a lot of images from all around the net. 
In a similar way, sometimes you can use Google images. So instead of searching Google for all, at the submenu just under the line where you type the, your search words, you actually can choose images. And when you type your keywords or search words, the images will come up and you can check them click on them and go to the resource directly. But this is really very basic search comparing to Pinterest. But I'm mentioning it because sometimes it's really a complementary way to Pinterest. Well, of course, you don't have the same options like uh, in Pinterest to save, find similar images, to organize them, to share them and so on. But it's still a nicer backup plan when you look for specific designs and images of designs. So far, I'm finding that Pinterest is the most fruitful and helpful platform when it comes to searching for upcycled clothing, different designs in general, but also in particular, let's say, for example, when you search for jackets. Okay, let's move on to the other free resource. The second also really good resource is Etsy.com. So Etsy.com is a global online marketplace that connects sellers to buyers. It is mainly used for selling vintage items, handmade goods, art and crafts. So in particular, I mean Etsy upcyclers. And these are people who are professional or hobby sewists that sell their own creations and upcycled garments on Etsy. So comparing to Pinterest, Etsy is not that easy to find upcycled designs or even upcycled creators. But still, to find something there, you can search with the same keywords like in Pinterest. So these are just general terms like upcycled, recycled, refashioned and so on. All these that we mentioned in the first episode of the podcast. But also here you can add words like handmade, altered, bohemian, eco and so on. Plus you can add the type of the garment like skirt, top, tunic, dress jacket and so on. On Etsy it will work if you have more keywords in the search. Let's say for example upcycled handmade skirt or recycled bohemian tunic or things like that but you can add even more words. So it's not that easy, but when you find artists whose style you really like, then I definitely recommend you follow them and save the link to their shop. You will be able to have a look not only on what they have on sale at the moment, but also you will be able to check their previous designs or the previous sales they've done so far. That will give you really great scope 
on what kind of garments they've made. Most of them, they have really good pictures that you can have a look to and check how the particular garment was made. There are different ways to go and check the previous sales of a particular uh, artist. So you first go to their page and then navigate to their shop. So usually this is, let's say, if you open a particular garment, on the right hand side at the top, you will see the shop name. Just click on that. It's a link that will open the shop. And then to go to their previous sales, just where is the name of the shop? Just under it, you will see the number of sales. So in most of the cases, this is a link. And when you click on this link, you will go to a separate page with all previous sales, the designs, so you will be able to see details about them. The second option to see the previous listings is while you're still on the shop page, you just scroll down and see the reviews of customers who bought from these artists. So next to the picture, under the review, you will see the name of the garment or that's the listing and this is a link so when you click it it will open another page and then will give you the options to see details about the garment including the photos that was previously listed so you can pin any of these pictures to your pinterest account if you want or I know some people prefer to save it in a file on their computer and keep it as inspiration later. Just keep in mind that all the photos and designs are copyrighted material and you can't distribute it. On another note, I know that everyone has a different taste and you probably won't find exactly uh, the designs that you really will like. However, researching for designs, it's a good starting point so you can go further and dig deeper to understand what you're really going to enjoy wearing and go from there. So in the show notes of this episode, I will post links to some of the Etsy makers that I really enjoy and find inspiring and creative. If you're just starting, I think it will give you some choice. Plus, you will be able to see how they name their designs and you will be able to use these keywords to find something of your own. Next up is the third free resource that I've got for you. And I know it's a bit different. Some of you might find it a bit old-fashioned. And I'm talking about local libraries. And in particular, sewing and upcycling books that you can find in your local library. And sometimes in your area, you might find more than one library, like it is here where I live. Let me tell you why I find it such a great resource. First, it's free if you're a member and have library card. Most of the community libraries 
are free or sometimes they might have small fee just to keep them running. The second thing is that you have all the resources there and you don't have when you go there any distractions like you would have if you go and search online for instance. Online you can spend two, three hours and find nothing but two hours in a local library you will not just find, you will learn a lot and that's why I love local libraries. And there is something like really magical in a physical book. It's just the whole information is there. You can quickly flip through it and see if it has the information that you want. If you don't want it, you can turn it back quick and easy. Very, very good. So local libraries have different sections. Usually they have sections for sewing, sections for fashion or craft sections, textile craft and that kind of things. So you can check there and see what they have. And also another option that most libraries offer nowadays, this is online reading of certain books. So check what they offer online and you might be surprised what you can borrow and read online from them. Now, being a big fan of local libraries, I have really good list for you. So I'm going to put that PDF so you can download it in the show notes of this episode. If you want to have more ideas, you can download this list and check what kind of sewing, upcycling and craft books I've got for you there. There you go. Now you have my favorite three free resources for upcycled clothing and designs. Now I really need to mention that there are other resources, but I find they're either drain your energy and waste your time with something very different and distract you or they just are too scattered and they don't give you that concise information at one place. Of course you can research these other resources if you want and some of them are Facebook groups about sewing, upcycling, sewing clothing, recycling and that kind of keywords can help you to find these groups so you can join them if you want more inspiration from time to time. The other resource is YouTube and it's a great resource, I can't deny it. But one downside of it is that just the quality of the sewing that I see over there on YouTube is not good. You need more experience so you can recognize the good quality and the good teachers on YouTube. That's the, the really the biggest downside that I find. Another good resource that I loved and we used to have is the two US magazines, Altered Couture and Belle Armour. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but I will um, leave a link in the show notes of this episode so you can see these magazines. 
they're paid resources and that's why I didn't include them, but they're also both discontinued. These magazines, especially Altered Couture, included all upcycled garment designs from upcyclers all around the world. So it was really, both were really great, great magazines. Okay, so now you have the resources and let's say you go and search for different designs like in general or just specific garments that you want to see. But what happens is at some point, usually you're really overwhelmed. Even if you find good designs, at some point you're stuck and you don't know what to choose, what to pick, what to look in details. And that's why here I have my five tips on how to look for your creative ideas. Now I need to mention that especially the beginning is absolutely normal to feel overwhelmed. But with time this will change and it will become more organized in your head so you will be able to focus more on specific designs and details that you're looking for. So to speed up this process from being overwhelmed and looking for something more specific, let's see the five tips. So the first tip, it might be surprising for you, but it's not to look online, but to check your own wardrobe. And what I suggest you to check is to see what you usually like and prefer to wear. So with that in mind, you will have better direction what you actually search for. So keep tight to that direction and try not to get distracted. If you're doing a general search, then just go for that specific item and let's say make a board for that, let's say jackets in Pinterest and pin the jackets that you like in this board. I like this tip because it keeps you focused, which is very important not to feel overwhelmed or just to waste your energy only on researching. Next up is the second tip and it's again from your wardrobe. And this is if you find something that it's missing, but you want to have it, this can also help you in your search. So figure out more specifically what you want to have but don't have yet. For example, I found that I love wearing leggings and longer tops, like tunics. The thing is that I actually don't have that many tunics. So looking for tunic designs that are within my personal style aesthetics would be the direction of my search. So figuring out more specifically what you don't have but you want to have is going to help you really a lot. Moving on to the third tip. And this is when you're already online. So when you find online something that you like, 
try to figure out why you like it and to identify specific things. Is it the print of the fabric that makes it more feminine and you like? Or is it the quirky and unique embellishment? Or it could be the couple of layers from different materials. Finding what you really like specifically will help you to dig deeper and understand what you like, but most of all to have specific idea how it looks. So it's an embellishment or it's the layers of different fabrics or it's the flower print that you really love. This will give you better direction. I know it firsthand. At the end of the day, if you manage to identify all these or at least some of them, you'll be able to recreate it and to make something similar of your own. I remember some of my first projects that I've done for myself. They were kind of a not exactly 100% me. But at some point I was so attracted to flowers and when I started to incorporate them in my designs, I found that I just love the final result. So it's the same with the leather jacket that I upcycled with skinny jeans that have this beautiful black and white flower print. Or like in other projects I've done, like embellishing a top, for example, with flower cutouts from crochet tablecloth. I found that really balances off and shows this feminine side that I want my clothing to show. So it's really helpful if you can identify at least one element or color or print or whatever that you really enjoy. Getting back to researching online comes the fourth tip. And this is that when you look different designs or upcycle clothing, just teach yourself to ignore colors, prints and patterns of the fabrics that you will see. So I know that this is sometimes really difficult. You see only the color or the pattern and this is normal. This is what we usually see first in clothing. But if you teach yourself to ignore that and just to see the stitch lines or the different elements, that will give you much better idea of the design in particular and you'll be able to see if you like it or don't like it. So the best is to find really the overall shape and to identify where are the joining seams. Does it have, for example, princess seams like the two lines that run along the body? Does it have empire line which is joining seam under the bust 
or what is the neckline is it v neckline or more open neckline and that kind of things where are the specific design elements like pockets gathers or something like this so for you wanting to create this is the more important and when you find the main design and shape or the silhouette then you will be able to use other colors or make it black and white or use other prints or don't use prints and patterns at all so teaching your eye to ignore the colors and the patterns of the fabric is really good way to see more clearly what is actually the design and the fifth kind of continues from this fourth one that you can actually customize it a lot later on so you can not just change the colors the prints and the fabric that you're going to use but you can also adjust the shape so instead of two flared a line you can reduce the a line and alter the shape you can use other type of decoration or whatever you want to change so keep in mind that you can tweak a lot of things in the way that you prefer and this is something that i find that many students just omit and forget so keeping in mind that you can customize it a lot not just the color and the fabric but also the shape of it and so many other elements is my last tip. I hope you enjoyed this second episode of the art of refashioning as much as I enjoyed making it. Next week we're going to talk about creativity and the mindset of not being creative, something so close to my heart but also something that I see that so many of you think of themselves. So we're going to talk about the mindset of not being creative because it's a mindset, okay? So it's not something that you don't have, but I'll leave that for the next episode. So I'll have more tips for you how to find your creativity. So don't forget to download the list of upcycling and sewing books in the show notes of this episode. All links that we mentioned will be also there. And if you want to upscale your refashions with some good quality sewing essentials, then have a look at my new online course Alterations Like a Pro. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mariana and we'll meet again next week at the same place and time. Bye for now. Music